0: and it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Thank you, TV's Adam Zwarra and the US Army Blues TVTP Podcast Big Band Orchestra. Will Common listeners to episode nine of the <laughs> Two Vets Talk Best podcast. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton, and I'm joined by the man who was on the British Royal Family speed dial but can't get a response from Mark Zuckerberg. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham
2: Oh Robbie, g'day mate, how you doing buddy? I'm
1: good champ, how are you? Yeah good thanks mate, how's your week been? It's, it's been great, it's been yeah. great It feels like no time's passed since yeah. we were here last time
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh I have to agree, I've got the same feeling mate uh, um, just feels just like we just recorded the other one. No, I know. Yeah, <laughs> like last the, week's one. Like, like I'm in the Twilight Zone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and it's just taken us five minutes to stop giggling at each other like a bunch <laughs> of schoolgirls <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying to press record at the same time. So we're recording on each other's, uh, uh, recording on our own um, laptops and trying to sync it yeah. to go three, two, one. Hang on, are we going on one? <laughs> are we going after one?
2: On click. On after click, click. After click. On, on k- of click. Or the, the k- <laughs> of click. Click.
1: And oh. we didn't even take into it how, how stiff our buttons are <laughs> of trying to click.
2: You know. How stiff your buttons are, mate. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's not something we need to bring up this time of night, I think. Oh, are you sure? This, no. is the, this is the right time of the night for that, Lewis. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, look, I had a great week, mate. Last night, had dinner with, with some mates, vet mates, yes. some boys. Uh, so a cu- couple of uh, shout-outs to some boys, uh, Sam Snelling, Simon Hearn and uh, uh, Richard Gown. Yes. We had, had, a, of, had a good steak night. It was he- fantastic. Heavy hitters of the Melbourne oh, veterinary industry, yeah. mate. Yeah, we we get together and we we uh, we we model how the veterinary industry is going to go the next. Uh you know, millennium, we, and, and then we then we put out the the memorandums and to everybody and, and exactly, and, yeah, yeah. and they fall in line. So and, we know yeah, what direction we're heading in. Exactly, Paddy. yeah, of course, yeah. Or, or we just have have some wine and uh, and some stuff and, and, and talk some and crap and enjoy pretty yeah. much, yeah. How, how did, how'd you get a gig? Did somebody have to pull out today? Oh, oh. I was going no. <laughs> to say I had to get uh oh, oh uh, Princess K and Willie to ring up and put me in. the yeah, put the a good gig. word in yeah, for you. Yeah. Exactly. There's no. Yeah, the, you're right, mate. They are the heavy hitters, and I do feel like the minnow amongst the uh, <laughs> the killer whales, shall we say? Or, or you can't call them that now, can you? Orcas amongst the orcas. orcas? They're not killer whales. No, yeah. really. Because they're not whales and not killers. Oh, okay. Isn't that right? Or oh, maybe we'll go with the orcas. Orcas. Anyway, I thought, I thought I thought orcas
1: was a plant. <laughs> oh, that'd be orchids. Or- orchids. Yes. Orchids.
2: Yes. Orchids. Orchids. Lovely. Lovely flower. Yeah, yeah, and, not not re- bad. and welcome to all the awkward, awkward. growing listeners.
0: I, I'm growing an awkward, an awkward, <laughs> an awkward. <laughs> you, awkward. Are,
2: you are <laughs> definitely growing
1: awkward the longer this show goes on. <laughs> I, I got a funny feeling
2: that uh, that episode
1: nine is going to be a little bit loose tonight, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh, it's going to be
2: a loose oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, look, it's happened to the chat to the boys, and uh, I, you know, I told them I was doing the podcast. A few of them have been listening. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, and um, Sam sort of said to me, oh, is it, you know, is it for pet owners or is it for vets? And I said, oh, I'm pretty sure it's for pet owners. And Richard goes, oh, no, all my nurses at my work are listening. Oh, really? So big shout out to all the cat clinic nurses. Thanks for listening in. Uh, you've uh, you've you'd certainly doubled our listener <laughs> numbers over the last couple of weeks, Fantastic. Sure. Make sure you guys write us a review. Yeah. You know,
1: thanks I, for listening. Tell yes, your
2: friends. Yes, yes. Definitely write us a review. Five-star review. Five on, stars on help. Yeah, you know, wonderful. Helps, but, it helps
1: us get out of bed in the morning. Yeah.
2: Look, today, mate, Fant- had a fantastic case today coming in. Yeah. Tell me about it, mate. What's so, going on? Uh, uh, owners, owners, ring up. Yeah. Bit of a fluster. Uh, dog's been hit by a car. Oh and yeah. Like, oh, geez, that's no good. Yeah. Comes straight down. Nurse comes out the back. Yeah. Got a dog coming, hit by a car. This dog comes in, and, and it's sort of, uh, it's wrapped up in a, um, uh, you know, like a, someone's sweater, a jumper. A jumper. Yeah. Jump. All wet. Soaking wet. And I was like, oh, what, what happened? What happened to the dog? She said, well. You know, I was walking down the street with the dog and it slipped its collar. Right. And it's bolted. It's taken off. has just gone. Just gone. I'm like, oh, that sounds terrible. She went, yeah, bolted. It's gone around the corner. We're trying to chase it, catch it down. We didn't know what had happened, but we thought, oh, it likes the beach. It's yeah. running to the beach. So, oh, fantastic. Yep. Okay, going to the beach. So, they're chasing down the road, down the road. It goes, goes around the corner. And... Uh, and 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 runs across uh, the the road right to the beach, straight across the road to the beach. Yeah. They didn't see it run across the road, but someone later said that as it ran across the road to get to the beach, it um it got you know hit by a car, but Ugh. lightly lightly bumped by oh, a like car. like a graze, a yes, glancing blow potentially. But then it's got to the beach, and you think, oh, are you at dog beach this is just going to run around and have fun. Apparently, he's gone to the water and just started swimming straight out to sea. Oh, no.
1: It's headed to Tassie.
2: Feeding, come out to sea. So, the, these two owners, male you know, and female, running down the beach, see the dog swimming out. Oh, no. She said it was 200 metres from the shore. And the husband was starting to strip off. Like, I've got to swim out and get it. I've got to yeah. go for it. There was a woman on the beach who said, no, no, I'll go out and get it. The woman, she she sort of stripped down. I don't know exactly what she down. She was pregnant. Oh, really? So I was picturing, and she said that the, the pregnant woman swam out 200 metres offshore, rescued the dog, and brought it back in. And I had visions of like this, you know, I thought, jeepers, what happened then? Did she give birth on the beach? Yeah. How pregnant are we talking? She said she was noticeably pregnant. Wow. And she said, oh, that's no, all right. I do triathlons. I swim. I, um, you know, I ride, ride a lot. I'm, I'm really fit. I'll go and get the dog. I'm growing a human inside <laughs> my abdomen. Go swimming out 200 metres to get a dog. is a child's play. So will be, be my third one today. Oh, it was unbelievable. So she swam out, brought the dog in. They brought the dog to the clinic. Good ending to the story. Dog was cold, hypothermic when we got it. Yeah. Warmed it up, put the hair dryer on it, you know, t- warm towels out of the dryer, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Dog's fine. Fantastic. Oh, so, how's that? So, big shout out to all the pregnant mums out there. The pregnant triathletes. They're uh, swimming uh, out, it, rescuing well, dogs. Yeah, able to do, well, not pregnant mums. So, I guess if you, you might not be a mum yet if you're pregnant. Anyway, that's, it's a. That's, that's, a, a, that's a gee whiz. It's and, that's and, hard and to pick that one. That's,
1: that's the next one on the running sheet. Is at what point in gestation <laughs> do you become a person? Are you, oh, whiz. Are you a mum?
2: <laughs> oh, no, no, let's not go there. No. So no. no, no, it's amazing. Amazing that, that you know, she she went out there heavily pregnant. Yeah. It's, she's probably due tomorrow. Let's add that in. Due yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. Why Why not? In juice tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's an awesome yeah, story, I though. Know, Imagine
1: that. She's going to go home and she's going to say to her husband, Guess what I did today? Oh, what? Well, well, I went for a walk down the beach. Went out and swam out and saved the dogs. And well, swam. Oh. Again, yeah. you know, <laughs> ju- just because you do triathlons, yeah, so you m- know. 200
2: metres offshore. She said she was nearly out. The dog was nearly out as far as those boys, you know, those boys that are out there. The boats aren't allowed to, you know, there have to be a certain speed limit to getting to the boys. Oh, so yes. a good 200-odd 200, 200 of metres offshore. Yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. Gee whiz. So anyway, that was my day. It really made my day. Fantastic, anyway. yeah. How about you, mate? You got anything special?
1: Oh, uh, have I got anything special?
2: No, nothing much. Really? No, 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 like,
1: all right, that's all. <laughs> no, I no, so there's, 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 there's stories in the making that I'll bring up at some stage. we just got to wait and see how they play out. So, right, right-o. Yeah, Fair yeah, enough. yeah. All righty. So, uh, anything else been
2: happening for you this week, mate? Not much, mate. I do want to say, we're the ninth episode. I'll do a little bit of reading online. Oh, yeah. This podcast don't make it past episode 30. Really? So, we're a th- just under a third, of, under the a third of the to way to not making it.
1: Gee and what's are they say anything about what the main things are that uh, pull people apart? Is it like creative differences, creative uncouplings, conscious uncouplings? Hang on, it's long uncomfortable <laughs> silences. I think. <laughs> well, I was a little bit worried the other day when you posted the picture of your cat with um, you know, up next to the new microphones. I thought, hang on, he's replaced me already. He's got the new microphones. He's going to do it with Olive. What it's do you serious. think about that, Olive? Oh yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, paranoia, loving it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a tempting thought, but no, we'll stick with you, mate. You're good, doing a good job. Oh,
1: thanks, mate. So are you. Good on you. We pat Pat Pat, ourselves on the back. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Um, all right, you got the disclaimer there.
1: Oh yeah, well I was uh, there was one other thing I was oh, going to yeah. say. So um, uh, the other day, right? So I was um, I, I don't get to meet many famous people. You know, I don't, I don't, I haven't got letters from you know the the royals. <laughs> I haven't, you know, had uh, you know, I, 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 I'm not friends with Katrina Warren on uh, on, on Instagram. <laughs> you know, you know un, unlike Louis, you know, yeah, people who knows people, man. Right? <laughs> But I was out. I was out. Um, uh, I did the Puff and Billy run a couple of weeks ago. Oh yes, right? and, yes. Um, and so after the run, we went up to. Um, uh, a- hang on, hang on. Did you beat it? I beat the second train. This is there. A, there's a second train. There's Two trains. Yeah, yeah. So there's so one fast train. Right, right. That um, that does it in. Yeah, fast.
2: Is the second one like a Thomas? The tank. <laughs> it goes backwards, plastic sort of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's why it's slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, in the, reverse. The, the second
1: one leaves from Werribee. Uh, no. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, beat, yeah. All right, you beat the second one. So oh, so i beat the, the because, because, Oh, well, thank
1: you. And because um, Christina and the kids were on there, so they saw me as I was running along. And so, and so that was good fun. Um, but um, so after the run, um, we went to a, a, like a, an eatery thing up in the up in the hills. Um, and uh, we get there, we're lining up in the line, and uh, uh, Ruben, myself, oh, I, I had to go to the toilet because I've been drinking too much, so much um, fluids after the run, so I've got to go to the toilet. Walk through and um, walking out of the toilet, just about Rudd headstrong into Charlie Pickering from uh, the yeah, Weekly, yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, was on um, on the project. On the project, yes, Have, have you sent him a book?
2: Is he pregnant?
1: Well, no, his wife's got a kid, but there's another story. Um, no, yeah, I wasn't trying sure to send him one at some stage. No.
2: Did you say Megan Gale? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: have you sent Megan Gale <laughs> one? <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that's for another podcast another podcast that's right. another we'll, we'll podcast we about that one in episode 10 yeah. um, so, so I'm just about running into Charlie Pickering how the door oh, thanks mate no problems at all then the um, sta- we talking the stall door or how no, 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 door not, stall door. no, no the, not the, the toilet the, stall uh, door the outer door the, the door into the into the
2: walkway uh, I just had images of him coming into the warm seat that, that Robbie had vacated but no 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 that's me I'm just the toilet <laughs> where I made sure I flushed too no. <laughs> um,
1: so uh, I, I put the seat down for him just in case never, um, so I've um, working in a workplace full of women you make sure you put the toilet seat oh, down yes. when you go to the toilet yes. um, so uh, so going back in, out into the line wasn't out there for like 10 seconds and then Reuben my son he's five comes up and goes daddy I need to go to the toilet I need to do a wee <laughs> okay mate let's come in so walk back out the back and I walk out around the back and who looks up and make looks me straight in the eye Charlie Pickering again. He goes, Robbie Anderson, not you again. Uh, and well, it's like, it's this weird thing where, like, I've looked at him and then I've looked away because it's like, oh no, he's going to look at me, looking at him, looking at me, thinking oh, that oh, I know yeah. that he's famous, yeah, right? Yeah. So I take Ruben to the toilet, you know, and come back out, make sure I don't look at him as we're walking out from the toilet. <laughs> Two minutes after that, Lewis, then Ruben says, Daddy, I need to do a poo. <laughs> okay, mate, so we walk back in there. Guess who I make oh. eye contact with? Charlie Pickering again. He's, gonna think, he's spending, oh, this Charlie's
2: is spending a long time in the toilet.
0: No, no, he's out of no. the toilet. No. Oh, he's like, not in the toilet. No, no, no.
2: Sorry, I'm getting confused. So Charlie, you didn't not avoid eye contact at the urinals with Charlie Pickney three times. Three, time. three time, yeah, You're yeah. outside the urinals trying not to make eye contact, avoid eye contact with him, not while he's going to the toilet.
1: He's, in, he's back at the table with his wife.
2: Hang on, let me write this down.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let's do a flow chart. (laughs) A Venn diagram. A Venn diagram, yeah, of where Charlie Pickering's (laughs) eyes are and my eyes. So I've, so I've walked back out the back. He's, he's, uh, Charlie Pickering is sitting down with his wife and his kid. Um, and he looks up and sees me again, looking at him. Then me looking away. Eyes oh, locked again. Locked again. Locked How again. many locked do we had? Uh, this is three. So now, is it, you're, three. On, you're
2: on first date terms so now, I reckon.
1: So then I've um, taken Ruben to the toilet, done the toilet. And um, and then we've walked back out again. I'm not looking at Charlie Pickering. <laughs> because I don't want to have to look at him again. And And so we've come back out. We're lining up, still waiting for a table, right? Well, we're waiting for probably 20, 25 minutes. We go, man, I am oh, absolutely starving. The kids, kids are
2: you climbing your leg. Going nuts, yeah. right? And why is that man not looking at us, dirty? Well,
1: no, because we're outside, right? And so, <laughs> and he's inside enjoying his meal, right? And so then they've gone, oh, we've got a table for you. No problems. Oh. We walk in. Oh. Guess who we sit
2: <laughs> at the end of the table, of Lewis. <laughs> Boom! It's Charlie Pickering. <laughs> How do you not look at him for the whole meal? Oh,
1: man. Well, then, because. uh, So we're sitting there, our end of the table was hogging all the cutlery, right? So we've got the knives and forks and all that sort of stuff. So when their food arrives, and they're they're sitting there, like. So I've walked past Charlie Bickering three times to go to three different toilets trips, right? And we sit down, and then he's.
2: There's that guy with the prostate problem. Don't sit near him.
1: How much fibre must that guy (laughs) eat? Crikey. (laughs) And so we, um, so we sit down, and then I hear him say to his wife, gee, where's the food's taking a long time? I was like, oh, crap. If they haven't got their food yet, and I've been walking past this guy for a half an hour to three toilet trips, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're going to be here forever. <laughs> so they eat, but then they need cutlery. So he's gone, on oh, mate, can I go, oh, yeah, no problems at all. There you go. I didn't look him Still in the eye. Still not looking. Didn't don't look eye. No eye contact. And look, like, I'm a fan of Charlie Pickering. I think he's a funny guy. I like his TV shows. I've watched him for a while. And... Um, uh, and so then they finished their meal and we were then um, waiting for hours and they got up to leave. And Christina's looked at me, my wife's looked at me, and she's and she's waiting for me to say something. And I'm thinking, do I say something? Do I not say something? I don't know. And so he's got up and he's left. And she's got. I thought you would have said something. And I got. look, I was thinking about it. I was actually going to say, mate, I've got this podcast called Two Vets Talk Pets <laughs> Podcast. Can I take a photo of you with it? And can you leave us a five-star review on iTunes? And I chickened out, oh, I, I chickened mate. out, and I dropped the ball. Oh. So my promise to you, Lewis, right, even though I don't know many famous people or see famous people as the next famous person I see, I'm going to go up to them, I'm going to look him in the eye, even th- if I've been past them to go to the tour three times and say, I'm doing a <laughs> podcast called Two Bits Talk best can I take a photo with you and can you like us on on, on <laughs> iTunes and give us a five star review? Mate, How does, does that
2: sound? That sounds, I love the promise, mate. That sounds good, Robbie. Had to pull what, a lot of taffy to get there, mate. What, what but say we just tag him in Twitter? That might be easier. <laughs> so I was the guy that locked eye contact with you. Listen to this podcast. We you spent, you we and spent, your Twitterverse, mate, you know? We spent the first 15 minutes talking about you. So, <laughs> listen. <laughs> It's the least you can do. It's all about pets, but the first 15's about Charlie. Charlie, yeah, yeah. Well, his show's actually on
1: tonight. It's on Wednesday night, so we record on a Wednesday. So we're missing out on the weekly. Are we? Yeah. Right. Oh, and there we go. go. Well, we've plugged Adam's well, show on uh, on iView. Yes. 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 Maybe, maybe that's maybe we just end up with this ground. Maybe we could get our listeners, Lewis, our listeners, to to um, message Charlie Pickering and say, hey, these guys have been talking about you. They're a great podcast. Give them a retweet. Yeah. Fantastic. I
2: love that. Yeah. Yeah. Do that, listeners. Yeah. Listener. 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 Yeah. Can you do Other that than for our me, families. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, yeah. Disclaimer time. So, all advice
1: on this show is general in nature. So, please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up to date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we have missed anything, or if there is anything else that you need clarification of.
2: So, yeah, mate, you got a real lumpy topic. Lumpies, mate. Yeah. I want to talk
1: to you about lumps, Lewis, because um. We you know, one of the big things that we see in, in work is lumps. People bring in lumps, they find a lump, they feel a lump, and do you have to worry about a lump? Is a is a big lump bad? Is a small lump fine? There's um, you know, the the easy answer is yes and no.
2: Yeah. yeah. How many times a day you get asked, is it okay? Is it okay? Is that lump okay? Yeah,
1: yeah. As soon as you as soon as they're parted the hair to look at it and they go what do you think it's okay? It's like, I haven't even found it yet. And I'm still looking. <laughs> yeah, you know, still yeah. looking for that, it.
2: That's a nipple. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Find, found plenty of those. What about this? This one over here. Yep, that's another nipple. That's another nipple. Yeah. There's, yep, a, there's an entire line could be, could there. Could be 12 of those. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, It's pretty easy for us to find our nipples on Melvin, one of our cats, because he sits there and he licks all the hair. Like uh, this is me This is me telling you all these things about Melvin. You're thinking, in your head, you're going, how stressed is this damn cat? <laughs> and when he grooms, he just licks around his little nipple, right? And it just pokes out because he's got a white tummy and a white nipple. It just sort of shows off, you know? It's like is
2: this is this in between spraying episodes? No, no
1: he's waggling. It's not he's, spraying. Oh, waggling. He's no spraying. Oh, sorry.
2: I forget. It's his waggle. But he's releasing his anxiety his and then lick, over grooming Over-grooming himself excessively. But only his nipple. If <laughs> it's all his of his
1: abdomen, mate, then I'd treat him. But if it's only the nipple, it's fine. He's got a cute nipple. It's okay. He just wants to show it off to us. Do cats normally have hairy nipples, though? Well, not not all the way around it. Oh, hang on, I've just dropped, something. <laughs> dropped,
2: dropped your phone. Drop it's the right. phone. Oh, that's not right. Not shattered. No, no, no,
1: that's right. Now, iPhones bounce, don't they? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so so lumps, um, thought we'd talk about lumps and, yeah, great um, topic. you know, what um, What to look for, what they could be and what you need to do. So, the big thing with lumps is size doesn't matter. Doesn't...
2: You How know, many times have you heard that? <laughs> No, uh, let's g- not let's not go there. No, no. Usually, no,
1: no. usually when I'm going to the cafe and asking for a thick shake, mate, you know, I go when yeah. you're locking
2: your eyes with with, uh, with, with Charlie, Charlie in the in. toilet yeah. again, size doesn't matter, mate. Size,
1: size doesn't matter, mate. Oh, he's never going to like the podcast we talk about. I keep talking about his toilet habits, mate. No. no, I'm just still confused. How many times you locked eyes with him? Well, it was three times before the meal, and then after the meal, and then you know. <laughs> No, I should please, have said I should please, have said something.
2: Please give us a call, Charlie. Charlie Do something. I, put put I, n- Robbie I need Abbey's closure. Misery. I need closure. Yeah. It was he in his running gear? No, no, no. Oh, so he wasn't a runner. No, no, no. He wasn't okay. he wasn't
1: in running gear. No, no. He was um he was in his uh in his Sunday attire. Right. right? You know, I'd I'd change. H- no, 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 <laughs> like a like a checkered jacket number. Right. Oh, yeah, you know? nice. yeah, yeah. Um Oh, it looked very warm. Yeah. I was walking around in, in shorts and a T-shirt, right? Right. but I had a compression sock on my hurt calf. But that's, right. a, that's again, what story. Anyway. anyway Is compre-
2: so- a compression sock? No, you'd taken the, uh, the the monitoring bracelet off, had you, for the run? I had, yes, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I, I had it covered in aluminium
1: foil, so that <laughs> way they couldn't
2: pick <laughs> up on it. Did you see that guy? No. In the in the newspaper, he, he broke someone's jaw in a footy game. Really? And he's playing the footy game with a, an ankle bracelet, no. a, a monitoring... Yeah. Uh. uh for, yeah. An ankle bracelet on really? the whole game. Yeah. Gee whiz. How is that, that? a photo of in the paper. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, right. Anyway. Anyway. Mate. Back um, to lumps. The, the, the no, s- no lump on the ankle? No lump no on l- the ankle. No, no, bro, but, but no there was on the guy's jaw when he broke it. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, so size, size doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. So so just because a lump's small doesn't mean that it's innocuous. So, um, you know, uh, we often see lumps that can be potentially really nasty. Like yes. the common one is, um, is a mast cell tumour yes. you know, that can be really, really small, you yep. know. Um, yep. So, you know, any – and sometimes really big lumps can be fairly benign. Like so you can get really big fatty lumps that um, really just cosmetic they're lumps that look weird but they're not actually
2: causing the dog any problems spot on yeah exactly it it, it doesn't matter a number of times people say oh it's only little it can't be a problem it doesn't matter because all you need is one little microscopic cell to be nasty and then in either one, the lump spreads elsewhere; those cells spread elsewhere, or it grows really quickly in that spot. And if it's somewhere that you can't, it's difficult to operate on. The bigger the lump gets, the harder it is to remove. Absolutely, it yeah, so yeah.
1: I mean, you can. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, that's. Oh, we we'll get, we'll get to that later on with what do we do? So, um, so uh, my my sec my second piece of advice. So first off, size doesn't
2: matter. So yeah. if you see Tip a lump, number
1: one, get it get it checked out. Right. Yep. When in doubt, check it out, right? So if you're looking at if you're looking at a lump and you don't know what it is, you're best off getting your vet to check it because we will be able to look at it and be able to give you an idea of is it something bad or is it something to investigate? Is it something to be concerned about? Is it something that you need to try and cut out? Um, other things to be worried about, you know, to to really put you on the uh, on edge to go, geez, I really need to get this sorted out. If it's growing, yes. If hairs fallen out of it if there's stuff discharging out of it or obvi- obviously if it's painful because yeah. then the animal's worrying about it.
2: So or, uh, Ulcerating, sometimes ulcerating lumps are you know, sort of a special kind of lump. Nasty, under, so. nasty yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. So, so Bleeding or continually being knocked or licked by the dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, and things
1: that are changing shape. Changing shape means that something's happening within the cells yeah. that are inside yeah. of that lump. Yeah. Um. And the big thing is, is quite often you can't tell from the outside. You know, like you, as much as what we'd love to be able to tell people, oh, yeah, Mr. Smith, that's fine. That lump looks exactly
2: like this so therefore yes. it is that we generally need to get a sample there are probably what there'd be only maybe two lumps that i can think of that we could look at and say look i think it's you know fairly certain it's that it'd be a wart a warty you lump you can tell what yep. a wart wart you know you can tell what's a wart and you know maybe a lipoma you sort of get a fair idea but even then you can't just, guarantee can no, you say no, it's still uh, worthwhile sticking yeah, something so sticking a so the needle in So there's almost <laughs> no lump that we can look at I Suppose an abscess, maybe if it was an infected abscess, you might go, Yeah, righto, that's an abscess. But even then, you stick a needle in. Well,
1: it. either stick a needle in or you give it a squeeze, and sometimes you pop a grass seed yeah. out, and oh then you go, yes. Hey, bang, there you yeah. go, grass seed. Yeah, mate, spot is on. Is there anything better than popping a grass seed out of a grass that's seed abscess? satisfying, isn't oh, it? Yeah, mate, it pulling makes you it out. feel like a hero. Yeah, you
2: do. Oh. You do. You put it on a swab, you put it in a bag, you show the Do you want to take that home with yeah, the kids? You take that and show everyone's like, Oh, throwing the bin. You straight the bin. I not want go near the dog's foot again, you know.
1: Gee, what I want to take. Take it home for yeah. um so uh so i guess yeah what could it be is the is the big so yet yeah, you've um it's you know that the, that there's something there so it could be something weird when in doubt get it checked out has it changing shape whatever um you can't tell it from the outside so you've got to go and see the bit how do we get a sample how would we um how would what would you do mate to um try and check it out
2: yeah, well, normally if it's a, it's a got a good size lump, maybe something over a centimeter in size, we do like a fine, I do a fine absolutely, it. yeah. Uh, so you know, get a needle and syringe, stick it into a lump. Dogs cope, dogs and cats cope with that pretty well. We can do that in a consult room, absolutely. Get a few cells, put on a slide, maybe have a look ourselves, but then maybe call in the big gun, send it off to the, the pat, the one of the labs, yeah. laboratories, and they'll have a look under the microscope, and you know. Most of the oh, look, most of the time we get a diagnosis from that. Sometimes you'll be frustrated. They go, "There's not enough cells. You didn't get no, a good enough sample." That's frustrating. But look, it's a it's a good start. That's certainly where where I go first. Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the big things with that is that you know it, it lets you put them into pretty broad categories. Is it a fatty lump? You know. So as yes. you're saying, a lipoma. You know, yeah. If, if you see that there's fat in there, no other signs of any other odd cells, it's a lipoma. Yeah. You can just watch it, unless it's in a spot where it's causing the dog's problems. Yes. Yes. You know? is it full of pusy cells if it's full of pusy cells it's an abscess yes. you know is there a foreign body in there or do you have to go in there and try and cut it out um is it a mast cell? You know, mast cell tumours, usually you can see them pretty easily from a um, from an aspirate. And then you can say, oh, holy crap, we better go and get in there and get this damn thing out. Yes. Um, or is it something else? You know, and in that something else, then you go, right, well, if it's something else, again, you're probably gonna have to go in there and take it out. But, you know, putting the fine needle aspirate is a really, really easy way for your vet at the table side, at the, at the um, you know, in the consult, to be able to give you a really good idea of is that a lump that's something to be concerned about?
2: or something that yo no nah, no nah, look it's fine you can just keep an eye yes. on it yes and then and then depending on what it comes back as you know, if you don't get a diagnosis from that you're probably looking to go to surgery if it's a really big lump in a weird spot you might we might take a biopsy like a sample of yes. it yes you know because that's pretty well gold standard for finding out what a lump is absolutely if you um you know, you're not sure what it is, the final aspirate doesn't really give you much information and it's a it's a small size lump and an easy to take off spot, we'll probably take off the whole lump and then submit that to the lab. Absolutely, yeah. To, to, yep. to have, have a look at it. and And then I guess occasionally they come back as nasty and you have to go back in and do a repeat surgery. Yes, yep. Um, but it's better you know. Oh, definitely. And, and, and get rid of that lump and get rid of all those cancerous cells rather than, um, than, than not knowing and just letting it grow and... and you know, causing the demise of your pet. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and so there's lots of different ones that you can
1: um, that you can get. You know, so from the benign ones, as you're saying before, you know, warts, cysts, as well. You know, yes. You know, to, it's um. always the fun ones where you stick the uh, stick the needle in. And do you use a, a syringe on the end of your needle when you do a fine needle aspirin? No, I don't. No, I used to when
2: I first graduated, but I don't now. I Just twenty two gauge needle. Yep. Jabby, jabby, jabby. Lots jabby. of core cool twisty, twisty, Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and then squirt it out onto the slide. And
1: and when you get the um those ones where you go, oh, I wonder if it's gonna. be, I'm just gonna point it away. From me and away from the client, just in case, and then it goes and shoots all
2: over the wall. You go. Fluid filled cyst yeah. Fantastic that's Problem quite, solved It's fantastic yeah. isn't it? Very satisfying Yeah
1: Um. Yeah, sometimes you can find nipples Or also people might find You know the little lumps That have got the The little tactile hairs On the backs of um, The backs of cat's legs Have you ever had people oh, Find no. those Yeah 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 So the little You know the little tufts On the on the oh, back of their wrists Yes yeah, yeah right yeah. So Oh I,
2: yeah okay yes Yeah little yeah. sort of Funny pad thing Yeah yeah
1: So I've had, had someone Come in once and go Oh I found a lump on my cat and I go well, You sure have It's got one on the other side too oh. And it's fine That's all right, you know. Give the cat a pat on the head and say that's fine. We'll see you again next time. Better
2: to have that than have the other. Oh hell yeah, absolutely, definitely.
1: So and lipomas, yeah. um, Sorry, the other one I've got written there of benign ones. Chewing gum. I had a dog once where an owner came in with uh, the dog had a lump on it and you know looked a little bit weird and had a look at it and yeah. Chewing gum, chewing gum, chewing gum, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Chewing and gum on the underside of its foot, you know. Jeez. So we went in there and
2: there you go, clear yeah, that right. one Trip, off, tripping it all out. Yeah, problem I'll, solved. I get a lot of lot of clients come in. They go, I think that I've got a tick. I don't know if you get that. Oh yes, ticks. And, yes, and 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 you sort of look at, it and it's actually a lump. Yes, yeah, yeah. So and it's uh, it's often not a tick. Certainly, we're not a tick area, particularly in a Melbourne. No, no. Um, we do in the park sometimes, but but yeah, a lot of lot of people worry that it's a tick and it's actually a lump, and they've been trying to pull out it with tweezers and that sort of thing. Yes. So, yeah no it's best to have a vet have a look at it and I can I can tell you if it's a tick or a lump. Absolutely I mean, yeah. yeah. Um you know
1: fatty lumps lipomas you know they they generally don't cause the dogs any problems you can get nasty forms of those though so again if they, if it looks like it's a fatty lump I always say to people but if it's changing shape, if it's changing character, yes. if it's growing, get it out get Keep rid of it it's it, 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 something yeah. that's not right um, yeah, uh, infections, inflammations uh, foreign bodies like if you've got a bit of stick or thorn or something like that grass seeds, um, you know it's not really grass seed season, we'll probably run through grass seeds again in springtime when we start plucking them out of Westie's feet you know, Yes, um, yes. And, and abscesses you know if
2: they've got other infections Actually, and things like I was, that. I read a really good article recently about grass seeds, Yeah. There was some about grass seeds in ears, particularly, yeah, and the you know the theory I always sort of had with with dogs that get grass seeds in their ears, yeah, is that um, uh, you know it's 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 a dog that's prone to walking the long grass or yeah. that sort of thing, maybe longer hair dogs. What they found though is it's related to how much people groom their dog. Really? So what they think is the grass seed actually attaches below the ear in the hair in right, the and just works its way up up towards the ear and then down into the canal. No way. So it doesn't just sort of, I sort of thought sort it of brushed past it, whatever it was, yeah. a, 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 um, a piece of grass with the awns in it and bang, it just went in the ear and then worked its way down. Yeah. But they found that, yeah, the, the, the number one thing that stops dogs from getting grass seeds in the ear is actually fully grooming the dog, like grooming it as in uh, co- brushing, yeah. combing, you know, on a daily basis. Wow. Even checking the dog, like checking the ears and that for grass seed, that, that's not as good. As just actively brushing the dog. Wow, there yeah. you go. Amazing. Interesting. Thing. Anyways, I digress, Cheers, mate.
1: No, that's fantastic, man. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, so, yeah, and then obviously the thing that everyone always gets worried about with lumps is cancers, you know. Yes. Um, you know and, you know, cancers, they can be low-grade or benign, you know, so ones that you go in, cut it out, and then it's problem solved, cured them of the disease. Um, but also, also there's always the chance of it being high-grade nasty. And as you were saying before, Lewis, you know, that's then the time of where uh, obtaining a good biopsy so that then we can give the owners the best options of being able to say that this is what it is, You know, this is what your prognosis is going to be with surgery because sometimes it might be that bad that without taking out a huge amount of tissue, you're not going to be able to be out. you know, have a good chance of surgical cure. Yes. Or even doing that, you might still not have a good chance of surgical cure because it might be a type of tumour that's already going to have spread. And in which case, then putting your dog through a big surgery is really uh, not worth it. And then you've got to worry about, are you going to go for things like radiation or um, chemotherapy, Chemotherapy, things like that. Yeah. 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 but, uh, you know, one thing that I say to people to do is um, to keep a lump chart. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, print out a – you know, just get a, 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 a outline drawing of a dog or a cat, you know, um, online. Or your vet might have one on one of their um, software programs. And write down where you find the lumps yes. and what size they are, you yes. know. So then that way when you come back six months later or three months later and you go, oh, what's this lump here? Well, then you can pull out your lump chart and actually go, no, hang on, that is one that we've seen yeah, before. Because yep. especially for dogs like you know, Labradors, when they start growing their lipomas, you know, as they get older, you know, they, they just... You know, they, they grow them
2: like mushrooms. You know, yeah. so um, oh, yeah. so so that's something that I, I th- often find for some of those lumps as well. Taking a photo can help owners too. You yes, know? Yep. take a photo with uh, like a ruler next to it, yep. or you know, five yep. cent Thumb, piece, whatever you know. it is. Yeah, so you just got an idea. You know, and 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 in some cases, we we might. You know, if you're really worried about it, we say to people, well, don't look at it for you know a week. Yes. And then take another photo in a week's time and just compare it. Yeah, know, yeah, you know, yeah. It has, has it sort of changing? But it doesn't take away from the fact that you need to get the lumps tested. Absolutely. Regardless of size, regardless of how quickly it's growing, whatever it's doing, any lump your dog's got. Get it tested by vet.
1: You've got to get it checked out. Yeah. yeah. Um. A yeah.
2: uh, 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 good, good friends
1: of the podcast. Um. Yeah. They'll. They'll. Uh. Won't mind. Charlie. Me. No, Charlie can't. Yeah. <laughs> Windy Jim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bad baby. Uh, <laughs> Um, a uh, 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 good friends of the podcast that have Bernese Mountain Dogs. One of them had a um had a, a tiny little lump um on her head. Yes. Um, like it, this this lump seriously, Louis. It would have been you know maybe three millimeters, right? Yeah, three right. millimeters yes. bang between her eyes. Yes. And um, I thought, geez, I'm going to struggle trying to get a needle yeah, in this. Cause it's pretty yeah. small, right? we we'll would Got- take some sort of miracle vet to do that. Well, it was lucky I was on that day. They were hoping that you were going to be in, mate. But, they, but, but because you were out that nah, day, I said, day oh, that's off. right. I'll see how I go. <laughs> if, if I can't do it, Lewis will sort <laughs> us out tomorrow. So popped a little needle in it. Right? Yeah. And um, again, yeah, 22 gauge, just jiggle jiggler, jiggling in there. Squirt it out. Uh, you, know, you know when you just get that, just the little smear. Yeah, yeah the tiny Barely little smear. sample.
2: Yep. And like,
1: Look, I'll have a look at it under the microscope. I really don't think I'm going to have found much here. Had a look and, and you know, there was four of these little mast cells oh, but no. just wall-to-wall granules, just granules. Oh. So the mast cells have got little histamine granules in them and it, there's nothing that makes my heart sink like looking under a microscope and seeing just these flood of little yes. purple granules. Yes. And you just go, oh, crap, you know. Oh, no, it's
2: annoying, isn't it? So, um, mm. so,
1: yeah, so that was a little lump that you could quite easily have looked at and said, no, look. Well, you know that's that's nothing. We'll we don't watch have to worry it. about yeah. it. Yep. You know, um, these guys, you know, fantastic owners. So they said, "Oh, we got to go." We thought we get it checked out. Absolutely, Marcel, we got in, got it out. It was a low grade one.
2: Oh, that's clear great. margins. Oh, good to hear, man. Problem
1: mate. solved. Oh, so, fantastic. Um, so, yeah.
2: and it is those good owners that are really diligent, isn't it? That that do the best by their animal. They they bring it in. Anything they get checked out straight away. And yep. means you can give that animal. The best chance of survival and the best life they can have. Absolutely, so, yeah. So yeah, any lumps you see on your dog or your cat, it's it's best to get the vet to check them out straight away. Oh, we'd
1: much rather see them. You know, um, there's no point you guys looking at it and stressing about it and worrying about it. That's what we're here for. Come yeah. in, get it checked out. You know, yeah.
2: yep. and go and see Robbie the super vet. <laughs> Where's your vet clinic, mate? Oh yeah, you get uh, a plug. Yeah, yeah. We have too many plugs too many in my book places. We need one for your <laughs> clinic. Where, where's your vet clinic? Oh, you can Google me, mate. Yeah. It's, fine. <laughs> it's all right. You know, you don't want to plug it. No, well,
1: Waverley Animal Hospital. But well, that's all right. You can Google where, it.
2: Where's where Brett? Sorry, mate. I didn't hear that. At uh, uh, Waverley
1: Animal Hospital.
2: Yeah. Hold the mic close to your uh, mouth. Yeah, and say yeah. it again. <laughs> Waverley. You know what I mean. <laughs> all right. Um, very good. So, so
1: yeah. So so get your lumps checked out. Always always good. You know, check your lumps. Make sure they're there. And you may not have to do anything about it you know um like i had a i had a dog um that had a um uh, we actually went and did a biopsy like it was a lump that was in a real we did a fine needle aspirate came back looking like spindly cells and we thought oh this looks a little bit ordinary yeah and it was right over the dog's bum yeah or over the over the top of its base of its tail so we went and did a little core biopsy and it came back as a really nasty high-grade um, soft-tissue sarcoma, Grade oh. 3 soft-tissue so Oh, that um, sounds nasty. Yeah, so, right. you know, it was going to be an enormous surgery that we're going to have to be taking out parts of the dog's pelvis and everything to try and take it out. Or radiation therapy. And the owner's going, no, look, we're, we don't want to do that. We just want to keep the dog comfortable. Fair enough. That dog went for 18 months growing so it was growing this lump it what it, it looked like it had another head growing on its bum in like but a baboon's bum or, or like a lizard like a blue tongue lizard you know where they've got the big stumpy tail oh, you know? yeah, yeah. and this dog was completely oblivious lewis to the fact that it had a tumor yeah know complete, right. and, and got to the point where yeah it grew and it started causing problems but that was 18 months 18 yeah, months so right. even even to find out that it was then something nasty Okay, it was something nasty, but it didn't cause the dog any problem yeah, then for a really, really long time. So had a good so time frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And because it was quite an old dog anyway. So the owners were quite happy with that outcome still. Yeah, right. So where to from here, mate? It was at part three.
2: Part three, part mate. Part three. We finally got to the third part yes, of, of, bring us of, home. Cats. of Cats Weeing uh, External to the Litter Tray. Yes. Part um, parts one and two, we did, uh geez, it seems a long time a ago now. A long time now. ago. Particularly part two. Oh, wow. Part two. Whiz. I can hardly picture it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> That lo- the, um it sounded great with the new mics, though, part yeah, two. It didn't it much better it's than silky, part one. Silky. silky, dulcet, resonant. Oh, mate. Yeah, resonant tones. I, I, I just, I just Resonating, isn't <laughs> it? Is that
1: a word? I don't
2: know. Look it up later.
1: I, I, I put it under my pillow at night, and just the resonating of it just vibrates the pillow, and I just go off to sleep. Sleep like a baby. Only yeah. when you're talking, mate. <laughs> you know, it's your talking. But when I talk, it sounds graty, and you're know, like fingernails on a blackboard. When Lewis talks, I just go, oh, everything's oh, nice s- for the world. Thanks,
2: thanks, mate. That's you're welcome. That, that's welcome, that, That's all right. That's great. But next time, get Charlie Pickering to listen, please. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the last couple of weeks, we talked about uh, we talked medical problems. Was week one medical problems? Week uh, one. And uh, and you know whether or not you know make sure you go and see a vet if your cat's got uh, urinating problems. Yes. Um, if it's if it's not urinating, not passing any urine at all, you need to get to your vet straight away. Yep. We sort of mentioned on that, get to your ER vet. Last podcast, we talked about spraying and marking anxiety-based problems. Yes. And we, we touched on Melvin and his his little issue of, uh, of, of what was it, twangling? dry waggling. Wagg- wangling. Wa-
1: waggling. Wag- 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 waggling. Wag- right. Wa- yeah, wang- Waggle the his dangle. Right. Waggle the tail, And then today,
2: brum, 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 the final one, it's issues with the toilet. Yes. Or the tray. The litter tray. Yeah, so issues with the litter tray and its location. So with all three parts we've, we've, we've sort of touched on, they can all intertwine with each other. Um, you know, it's going to be hard to identify, oh, it's a problem with the with the toilet versus I've got some anxiety with whatever's going on in the house versus perhaps I've got a bit of uh, fluted or yeah. urinary medical crystals. Uh, DJD, infection. that sort of yeah, issues. Oh, yeah, a whole yeah. lot of things, a whole gamut of things going on. So today we're going to talk about, you know, cats and... and um, the, The real issue with the talk they'll have is they dislike the litter box itself, yeah, or the litter, yep, or both, right, yep. Um, and so that's um that's sort of the first thing that we look at. So you know, some some cats maybe they had a painful experience in the litter box. Yes, so they've had an episode of where they're constipated. Yep. And they've, a bit like uh, your experience with Charlie. Yes. They've gone in and out of the, the litter box. Ah, Many ah, men, they that the was Ruben that was going in and out. <laughs> I only
1: had to go the once. I was a responsible dad. <laughs> trying
2: not to lock eyes with a litter box <laughs> as you go in and out. Just trying to, just, uh, you know, if they're constipating, they're constantly trying to go in, they can associate the pain of that with the actual litter box. The yep. pain of being constipated with the litter box. Or if they have the fluted, where they're urinating, the we talked about how the very painful, stinging experience of urinating, they can associate that with the litter box as well. So after an episode like that, they might refuse to go into the to the toilet, go into the to to the litter tray. Yeah. Some cats I see, they've been uh, caught by the owner when they're going to the toilet. Oh, sprung! Yeah, sprung and shoved into the litter, uh, shoved into um into a a carry crate, taken to the vet. Oh. Bang, I've got them there. Halfway through going to the toilet. Oh, no. You're in the litter tray. Let's go to the vet. Yeah. Oh, I've got you now. I'm going to tablet what a perfect you. perfect time. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I've got you now. I'm going to tablet in the toilet. Oh, jeez. For, for, uh, for that worm tablet. So just be really careful that you observe your... your, your um, your friend Charlie Pickering's privacy, I mean, your, do, your, your cat's, cat's privacy, privacy sorry, yes. mate, was, cat's <laughs> privacy, um, and, and, and allow them to do their business in a nice, peaceful. Sometimes people recently change the litter. Yes, yep. You know, I'm having trouble with cleaning, I like the scented litter. Yes. Or, you know, I'm going for the crystals. Well, some cats just don't like that. They uh, They like to know what they're going into. Yep sometimes covering the box or not covering the box you know if you cover it can bring the uh, the smells in and yeah. make it a bit more smelly so so that that can be you know lots of different problems with disliking the actual toilet the actual litter box or the litter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then you can have some do- some dogs. What do I keep saying? Dogs. It must be late at night. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was going to be loose listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, some cats, they can start actually preferring a different location to go. Right, okay. So, you know, they don't like that toilet. It's noisy. Um, you know, things have happened they're not enjoying. Or they get a preference to a different substance or a different litter. So, you know, maybe they start like going on on uh, on carpet. Yeah, okay, so yeah. They get used to doing toilet on the carpet, so going back to the litter is a really sort of difficult thing to do. Um, or maybe they like the bathtub. We talked about that in the, in the first episode. Yeah. Not the worst spot they can go in. Yes. Um, but um, you know, or they like tiles. Yeah. Maybe it's noisy where they are. Maybe they get harassed by the kids. You yes. Know. Yep. Oh look, Daddy, Olive's doing a wee wee. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Let's pull her tail. No. <laughs> It's like, no, nah, let's just let's just leave the let just leave the cat alone. Yeah. Or maybe the dog comes in looking for that uh that special, A chiquito. chiquito, chiquito the yeah, the polly waffle. Yeah, yeah, mate. If you put me
1: off chiquitos now, mate, <laughs> you know, burnt now, burnt. My childhood is is ruined.
2: Yeah. So look, there there can be lots of different reasons and and and. Uh, I guess the treatment involves making the toilet area and the location more attractive. Yes, yep. And making where they are going now outside the, the litter tray less attractive. Yeah, okay. Um and so the, you know, there's lots of things that that that, uh, that that we can do, you know. Um, you know, you can try changing the type of litter. Right. Um many cats Oh, it's been found that most cats prefer a sandy type of litter. Yeah, okay. So, you know, using sand or even – some I say to some people, just use some dirt from the garden. Yeah, okay, yeah. And and then, you know, if they start going in that spot again, you can start adding a little bit of the litter gradually and decreasing the amount of dirt gradually over time. Just a gradual transition for them to get used to it again. Yeah, yeah, spot on. you know, a lot of cats like really deep litter. Yeah. You know, sometimes we just put a really, really thin layer there. But a lot of cats really like to dig and and, and dig around. So there's some thought that, you know, it needs to be about five centimetres deep. Wow. Yeah, righty-o. Yeah, which is quite thick. Yeah. And these obviously these are for cats that have got problems. I'm yes. not saying everybody who's got a cat should do this. Yeah, yeah. But if your cat's got problems, these are some of the things that... Troubleshooting. That are, have, yeah, spot on. Troubleshooting. Uh, you know, cover or uncover the box. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we took men- sort of mentioned that increase the size of the litter box. Yes. So, you know the classic size of the litter box is about a, a ruler's length. Yeah. Yeah. And the cat has trouble. You know, I don't. I don't know what it's like, but I can imagine going to sit on a tiny little toilet seat. Yes. Yeah. Maybe one of the kids' toilet seats and balance there. It's not, yeah. not, not the funnest thing. It,
1: it'd be. It'd be like um, you know going into use. You know when they've got the the toilets in the kinders, the little itty bitty <laughs> little kitty ones. You know, you got to go and try and sit yeah. on one of those. You sit down your knees, touch your chin. Yes, that's right. Yeah, in this tiny, itty-bitty little cubicle. And you got to try and get it in there. And you go, oh, shit, I just... Could... Huh? I'm trying to relax. <laughs> Nothing's coming out.
2: Ron... Lewis' kids are trying to pull my tail. <laughs> and there are, no, there are no doors on those toilets either. It's no. all open. All open, There's yes. nowhere the kids can hide at all. No. Or Robbie. Or, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, reminds me when we are travelling through, Um, I think we'd, we were travelling through Egypt on a train. Yeah. In the uh, We were in the cattle class, you know. Yes, yeah. And uh, we learnt the trick that because of the nature of the toilets, they weren't particularly clean. Not great, no. But if you want to go to the toilet, the time to go is go after the man that's got the big galabaya. So the galabeya is the big, long, sort of religious, you know, gar- garment they wear. Okay. Dragging around on the ground. The bottom of it's like a really big, long dressing gown. Right dragging around. So they go in the toilet Basically, mop the floor for oh, you. Oh, really? Like everything up on the bottom of the fringe of the uh, wow of the, the Galabeya, and you go, in, it's like it's, like it's uh, you know, perfect, it's pristine, it's dry, it's dry wonderful. it's clean. Yeah, you can you can you can do your business onto the tracks, as it were. Oh, nice yeah. one. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> it's better better than my. Uh, I, I had a similar experience in a, in a
1: train in Egypt as well. We didn't have a man with a Galabeya though. It was oh. you know it was um we were in a train or heading to Luxor. And yes. um, there was a train that derailed ahead of us. Oh. And so we were stuck on this train for, um, it was supposed to be a 12 hour train trip. Yes. I think we were on there for 22 hours. Oh, no. By the time we got to the end, we were the only people on the train. And the toilets were in a very bad state of disrepair oh. after the fourth hour. There's no toilet paper. Oh. There was no water in there. It oh. was an. Oh, oh, it was it was terrible, terrible, terrible,
2: terrible. terrible. Sorry, yeah. oh, okay. Well, that that's a really good. Point, that's a good point. To the, the Dirty toilets. Toilet. Yes, yeah. Cleaning the litter what tray. What a segue! Well done, mate. Thanks, that's, mate. That's that's, that's gold. <laughs> that is gold there. So look, yeah. Obviously, you know, cleaning the litter tray um, is 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 really important. Some cats are fastidious with how it should be cleaned. Yeah. And often, if your cat's got a problem, I recommend to to clean out, discard all the litter box contents. And wash the box with hot soapy water daily. Yeah, don't use any sort of disinfectants or yep. ammonia-based products. Anything scented, just just let it dry and then fill it up again. Yeah, yeah. Some cats, you know, some people use like self-cleaning litter litter boxes. Have you seen those? Oh, no, the, at all? the ones that the drain out the bottom. Yeah, and they make a bit of a noise. Oh, so do they, they? Yeah, they. One, I think when the cat jumps out, there must be a trigger or something. And it literally cleans the litter of the poo. So some cats get fully freaked out by the noise. Wow. Noises, don't want to go back in there again. Yeah. So, so sounds that, that great
1: in theory, unless you're a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thing is, we humans, we look at all the, you, know, you always see people put up weird photos of like the toilets in Japan where they've got all the different buttons that you never know what the hell's yeah, going on. You go, yes. I'd feel really scared using what those. doors. toilets this one do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm
2: sure, that hit the wall. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, I mean, a cat's not going to dig something that's you know that, that's going to you know jump in and you know send a little robo robo exactly. nanny in after you to clean up the poo. Yeah,
2: exactly, they're just doing their business. Yeah, yeah, spot on. So um, you know, restricting the cat access to where it's going is an option. Right. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and making sure you're cleaning up the area with um, sort of enzymatic cleaner, so biozet laundry detergent okay, is a good yes, one for yep. cleaning, or you can buy some commercial um, products as well. Yeah, which you know, happy to. Edit, add them in if they'd like to yes. sponsor this <laughs> podcast.
1: Well, this is one of those times where we go, yeah. It's, this is um, you know, what we call death to advertising. You know, you go no. Um, so th- what do you use? Um,
2: urine off at your work? Yeah, we use urine, urine off, off or, or yeah. animal odor Eliminator is A good one. Yeah, harder to get these days, but those ones are fine. Yeah, 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 yeah they're pretty good. Um. And then, you know, I guess for some some cats, you can we can create what's what we call litter cafeteria. Oh wow! So a know, litter buffet. Yeah, a buffet. So you have a whole lot of different boxes, you know, in where in the area they go, all with different litter in them. Right. Yep. And you see which one they go into most, and you say, all right, they've got a preference for that litter. Yeah. Right. Let's, let's use that that litter. Everyone always talks about how many litter trays you should have. Oh, look, the theory is one per cap plus one extra. Yes, yep. And you shouldn't be able to visually see one litter tray from the other one. If you're standing next to squatting over one litter tray, yep. you shouldn't be seeing the other cubicle with Charlie Pickering waving and saying, avoid all eye contact. <laughs> avoid all eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop looking at me, Robbie. <laughs> do I'll the the third give you a
1: five-star review. Just stop looking at me.
2: <laughs> That's the fifth time you've not looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look, I think that wraps up the um, uh, most of the stuff on... Uh, on the weighing issues with cats, yeah. Um, um, can I can I
1: put one lot of things? So, so with
2: Melvin, right? So yeah. poor, poor old
1: Melvin, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, he's, he's going to be the most on, talked about he? cat in podcast yeah. history. So so Melly, he's um he always used to back up. Um, so we had two trays. We had one that was that was covered, and one that was uncovered. Yes. Um And and I tried to get one that was um pretty big because you know Melvin's got a pretty big bum. So you know he wanted to try and have a reasonable um reasonable spot for him. So um. What he'd do is he'd back up to the edge of the back up to the edge of the tray, right? And we sort of ride up and then over the edge. So he'd yes. just back himself
2: right up to the edge. Really common. Oh yeah. man. And so yeah. I'd
1: look and I'd go Right. So and because it was in crap the we. wee. we well, oh, you know sorry, but yeah, I would say crap. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. say crap. I I'd, yeah, right. I'd say crap when he did a wee. Um yeah, you know, I'd I'd say something other than crap, but we're still G <laughs> rated, you know. Yes, we we yeah. haven't we haven't got good at putting in the um the, the bleep yet, you know. <laughs> but I would or the, say the what I would say. The <laughs> 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 um so and, and it would always go behind the washing machine, drove me insane. So yes. I just go pull the washing machine out, try and clean behind the washing machine, drove me nuts. So I ended up trying to jerry rig these things of um, like bits of cardboard. Yep, I put there yep. so that when he'd wee, it'd hit the cardboard and come down. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Well, that was great, apart from the fact that then the cardboard got soaked in with wee, yeah, and I had to keep changing it over. Yes. So what I did, Lewis, right? I in a in a, a Fit of frustration, I, I got at a light bulb moment, and so what I did, I headed down to Bunnings. Right, um, it was a, it was on a Saturday, so I got myself a sausage, um, <laughs> and I went in and I got one of the, I think they're like the fifty-five liter um, uh, plastic storage containers. Yeah, right? oh
2: yeah, like a, a uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah with like the so, lid so on the, them, so yes. so, yeah, yeah, the big the big yep. high wall ones, but there's yep. still
1: a decent size inside. Yes, and so what I did, I went home, got a sharpie, and I cut a little window out on the on the short edge. Of it, got out my garden shears, and I had to wear but wear um, safety goggles because when you cut oh, them through good, it the good through the plastic, first. It, it shatters and shards everywhere. <laughs> yeah, safety first, but so I cut out this window down to just above the level of where I was going to have the litter. Put some gaffer tape on there to cover over the the yeah, sharp bits. Yeah. put that in there. Filled it up with the cat litter. Melvin goes in there, he gold, can't wee over the edge gold, of that wall. Mate, it, that's great. it absolutely works a, an absolute treat. So yeah. I, I always tell people to have a think about doing it because it's it's quite hard, I think, to find
2: a good tall yeah. walled no, litter tray. I recommend those storage boxes all the time, mate. Yeah. They're, they're fantastic. The other thing sometimes you can do if your cat's doing that is actually just get another same size litter tray or slightly smaller. And just put it as like an L shape, just at the back. Oh yeah, of that yep. litter tray. So, so you know when we weigh over the side, we're actually weighing onto the vertically placed litter tray. Yes, and then it dribbles down into your horizontally tray placed litter tray. But what Excellent. you've done, it's perfect, mate. I got a sausage out of it too, yeah, mate. Yeah, did size matter in that case?
1: It did too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I tell you what, once yeah Bunnings sausage story, right? I went to um uh, uh Bunnings uh, down the road from me one day, and I've gone in there and um know yeah, line up there with the kids. It's normal bunnings thing so there's like ten people lining up by the time you get there. Um you it's only once you get there that you see a little sign that says vegan sausages. Oh vegan
2: sausages. Vegan sausages at wow. bunnings. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to our vegan listeners, but um, wow, what's it, in those?
1: Um I don't know, but it was it was shot sausage shaped and it tasted <laughs> like sausage. You oh, know. oh my goodness. That so was all right, you know, because the kids were screaming we want a sausage or it will take two. I tried to go that's not bad. <laughs> I felt kind of weird. What? What's a vegan? What's a vegan? What's a vegan sausage?
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. So there you That's go. Interesting.
2: And they had a queue. There was
1: a queue. Yeah. 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 Right. Because nobody knew that there was they were vegan until and they until got, got there. you got to the front and, then and everyone, paid your money. And, and because then everyone didn't want to you know di- um, be disrespectful yes, to the vegans of course. to then say, well, I'm not going to have your sausage unless it's got meat in it. And go, I'll, I'll take one. They probably sold more sausages that day than what anybody <laughs> has done in the last twenty years. I want to know
2: what's in a vegan sausage.
1: Probably be tofu, tofu, chickpeas. There is tofu,
2: yeah, okay. Chickpeas, maybe some
1: some pumpkin. Sawdust. Sawdust! (laughs) Yeah. That's in every sausage, isn't it? Maybe it's the lips and bums from pumpkins. (laughs) (laughs) The the lips and bums from tofu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't ask what goes into a vegan sausage. You just enjoy eating it. Yeah, that's so (laughs) true. So true. All right, I think that's it, mate. Is that it Or Yeah, that's
2: a wrap, mate. I think so. Fantastic.
1: All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening once again. Uh, Thanks to all our new listeners and our old listeners and our uh, subscribers, people that have left us uh, reviews. We love it. We love hearing from everyone. Send us emails. Hit us up on Facebook. Get get us some questions for uh, Mailbag next time.
2: And otherwise, uh, we'll see you later. See you later, guys. Yeah, no time for mailbag this week. Next week. See you, guys. Peace out. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter,